Okay, guys, thanks for stopping by to listen to the podcast. Excited to be with you today. Carter here, and we've got some exciting things coming up in the podcast. We've got Luke on the horizon, and as we read the Psalms and Proverbs with intentionality up until January 10th, we are looking forward to reading the Gospel of Luke with you. Uh, Can't wait for that. But first, let's dive into the Psalms and Proverbs and what they've already been showing us this last week and what we can look forward to in reading them the next week as well. So let's dive in. Our vision is to give every baseball player around the world the opportunity to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, respond to the message, and grow in the relationship with Jesus Christ. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. This is the Training for an Eternal Crown podcast with Full Count Ministries. All right, first, just a few things. The Gospel of Luke is approaching us fast, and you just have a short amount of time to get your paperback copies of the Luke Journal. Go to our website under the Resources tab and fill out the form for your D group and share with us how many you need, and we'll send them to you um, if you need them. Uh, the Luke Journal is in the app right now, so you can look at the content under the Reading Plans tab. And uh, I just encourage you to go look at that. Uh, The volunteer retreat is Friday, February 5th through the 7th in Woodlawn, Tennessee. Uh, We're going to dive into the word, dive into our core values as a ministry and look uh, together forward uh, into our vision and mission for the ministry. And we're just going to build community over that weekend. Let that be a resource to you. It's $125, but we can help you with that. If you need help getting there, uh, just share that with us. And we have scholarships available for that weekend. So Christmas has passed, and it reminds us that we are in a new Advent. We are waiting again for Jesus to return a second time. And that's what I love about reading Genesis and then diving into Luke in just a few days. We saw the need for Jesus in Genesis and the root of that need from our sin. And in Luke, we see the fulfillment of that need. But there was a time of intense waiting for Jesus Christ. And if you have time... If you had time to to listen to the Advent readings, uh, to read the Advent readings this season that we have in our app uh, or on our website, it showed our need for Jesus through the whole Old Testament. And definitely we see the urgency of devout men of God, the heart of men pursuing the Lord in the Psalms, especially with David. I mean, read and listen to the language of David against the wicked, although he praised God uh, over and over again in the Psalms, uh, he, he sought God for justice. Psalms 3, 7 says, Arise, O Lord, save me, O God, for you strike all my enemies on the cheek and you break the teeth of the, of the wicked. You break the teeth of the wicked. Wow, he, uh, he praised the Lord with, with, a, with his heart, but he also despised sin like God does. Um, do you, I mean, do we praise God like we, like David praised God? Maybe, maybe we do, but do we also despise what God despises? And do you hate sin like David? Let's talk about uh, Bobby Cox. He was a passionate manager of the game. 
Cox played the game himself. He was drafted to the Dodgers and traded to the Braves. Um, he didn't play all that much for those teams, and uh, but he did play for the Yankees for a short stint. He was a pretty good ball player himself, but he threw in the towel because he had bad knees. Uh, but most of you know him as one of the most fiery managers to have ever managed the game. I mean, just search his ejections on YouTube for a little refresher. And listen to the players tell the stories. He wasn't afraid to get in the face of the umpire and tell him like it is. When his players were mad about the call, he got behind them. And he was mad at it too, especially if they were wrong. Um, I'm not advocating for his actions against the umpires, the foul language, or any of that. I just want to praise the passion that he had for for the game, for his players, and the team to be heard. Bobby Cox had a record of 161 ejections. In some of these videos that you you can look up, the umpires are clearly in the wrong, and Cox let them know it and have it. He wanted justice for his team. All he wanted was the right call or or the right for his players and his team to be heard. But in the videos that I watched, the umpires definitely got the wrong calls, and some of them are just terrible calls. And now the greats like Chipper and Maddox and Glavin and Smoltz that played under him still replay those moments in their minds. Cox was for them. Sometimes they were mad with him or just laughing at him. (laughs) The team rallied around Bobby Cox, and some of the umpires probably did too. They probably enjoyed throwing him out. At one time, Smoltz was ejected by an umpire, and Bobby ran out onto the field. He told Smoltz to stay on the mound that he wasn't thrown out. Chipper, playing third at the time, uh, actually said that Smoltz stood there like a little kid. And when he was asked to leave, Smoltz said, uh, my manager told me to stand right here. Then Bobby, of course, was no one saw it coming. Bobby was tossed. And then Bobby and Smoltz, Bobby told Smoltz to come along with him. And Chipper was just laughing at third base. Bobby created a bond in that team. Not just people wearing the same jerseys. Bobby was invested in his team and he shared the ups and downs with, in the game with his guys. He showed the frustration on his sleeve and he loved the game and his team. And when he saw something wrong, he went to the men that made the calls on the field. The same with King David. He loved the Lord and Israel. And man, he went after the glory of God. And he was not short of sharing his thoughts on sin and wickedness. He saw sin and the wicked and their prosperity, and he identified with the people suffering in a world of sin. And he cried out to the Lord for himself, but more for them. Although God never does anything wrong, he never makes the wrong calls like the umpires that we know. David was upfront and honest to the Lord, but in a respectful way, unlike Bobby. Um, I want to reiterate that David was not short of praise. Over and over, we see David shouting the praise of God and his passion for his holiness to be on display in the world. But again, he said things like, Lord, where are you? And answer me when I call, O my God, of my righteousness. He was passionately pursuing the Lord and his justice for the earth. And he tried to be an advocate, but failed. First, we have to mention the effects of that, that that Solomon, with his proverbs or bits of wisdom, saying things like, do not despise the Lord's discipline. I mean, that's countercultural. 
Solomon, the son of David, saw the passion of his father in the highest place on earth at the time, the king of the Lord's people on earth, and got to see it play out through his lifetime up until King David's death. And can you imagine being that son? It gave him such good insight into the world and practical things to consider for the average person and how wisdom is much more precious than silver and gold. But then we can't help but to mention Jesus in all of this. A man that turned over the money changer tables in the temple. A man that weeped over his friend Lazarus when he died, but also saw how it affected Lazarus's closest family and friends and how Jesus identified with that. And Jesus actually seems to get mad in that story as well. I mean, zeal consumed him, as the scripture says, and all the while he was shepherding his disciples. And when Jesus, a man that wasn't just man after God's own heart, like David, but a man with God's own heart, uh, lived this life and went to the cross and paid the penalty of our sin and rose from the dead and ascended into heaven, he doesn't fail in his advocacy like David. He is an advocate at the right hand of God. And his sons and daughters, uh, first born uh, as disciples of Jesus, are, are now scattered all over the earth and are displaying pieces of the wisdom of Christ. And not that we do it perfectly, but we have learned from Christ how to live, and we are also to go in that grace and truth like Jesus was. As you read, uh, as silly as it might be, remember Bobby Cox when you read the heart of David in the Psalms. Our challenge is to live in that same passion. But most of all, remember when we fail, our Father did the work through His Son, Jesus. Jesus came and died the death we deserved, and He is passionately fighting for you as our own flesh in heaven before the Lord. So one challenge would be to see the heart of David, that he was pursuing righteousness and was praising the Lord throughout his time on this earth as he saw wickedness and he saw sin and he brought those things to the Lord. He trusted in the Lord that that he would set things right and he did it through Jesus. He did it through Jesus Christ and Jesus is now sitting at the right hand of God. So you can go to him in prayer today with the same fervency that David had for the Lord. So that's your first challenge is to pray fervently for this world because Jesus has done the work and we can trust in that and we can go to him for that and for our brothers and sisters and and for righteousness in the world. But secondly, please sign up for the volunteer retreat on Friday. It goes from Friday, February 5th through the 7th. I think it's just, it's just going to be such a good time to be together and to be with you. I want to be with you. We want to be with you. Uh, I think the whole ministry uh, needs this weekend. Uh, it'll be so good for us. Uh, so I hope that you have a great week. Uh, God bless you guys as you uh, walk through the Psalms and Proverbs and uh, through the end of this year. I uh, love you guys.
We hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Training for an Eternal Crown podcast. You can visit our website for more resources and also find this podcast on all major platforms. Full Count Ministries exists to create disciples using the game of baseball. We are a non-profit ministry, and if you have benefited from this resource, we would encourage you to consider donating to the cause to reach every baseball player with the gospel, giving them the opportunity to respond to the gospel, and then to grow in the relationship with Jesus. Please like, subscribe, and share this podcast so that you can play a part in accomplishing the mission that God has put on our hearts for baseball players around the globe. Globe.